once paid to have my song on the radio, Don Ferlazzo. And I've seen a lot of yesterdays, Caitlin Kay. And this, this is, is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is a podcast that takes a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of classic TV and radio jingles. And today is no exception. And uh, we are talking about Genesee Beer. Mm, Genesee Beer. That brings me back. Genesee Beer is a a local local ish to us beer uh, that I have never had as a non beer drinker. You've never had anything, any Jenny. Never had any any Jenny. <laughs> any Jenny. Is it good? Is it good? I mean, there's all right. So the Jenny that like you're gonna find in the local grocery store for the most part is, you know, bottom of the barrel standard lager just jenny genesee beer you know it's i think it comes in a red can there's really not much to it i think it's meant to kind of compete with a budweiser kind of mm-hmm. thing but they definitely have some craftier jenny beers um they have jenny cream ale which that's I, a whole that's a whole thing that of logos that and jingles that we didn't get into oh you already did you're starting this episode off early with the word logo starting it off early no but like so jenny cream ale like i love and you know i drank it in college like if you gave me one right now it was it was kind of gross but if you gave me one now i would chug it and then i would immediately ask for another just out of muscle memory from my college days like that's that's how much i would drink jenny cream ale because i would visit friends who went to school out in the Mm -hmm. rochester area and it was readily available and it was just like a treat it was like drinking a cream soda that was actually a beer does it taste like cream it's a little creamy it's like a heavier beer um and just had this creamy feeling to it it came in green cans the cream ale did okay i would love it if i had it right now i'd be drinking it i thought you were gonna bring it to this episode i wanted to i ran out of time also wouldn't have known where to find it um i would have shown up with like original jenny which is nothing to write home about Mm -hmm. no offense jenny great beer i have many jenny shirts i have a friend who used to work for the company that produced the swag for jenny like the brewery you know that you mentioned i don't think i've seen you, you ever knew, notice jenny me shirt. i wear a bunch of jenny shirts yeah, I, I have actually. i think i have one or two left and like the collars are all worn out but like mm-hmm. they fit me great and they you know and everyone's like oh cool jenny shirt like it gives a lot of smiles so i still wear them but do i drink it no i think maybe i had the impression that genesee was defunct like it didn't no it's straight it no up out there longer existed. and you might see some like really specialty craft versions mm-hmm. of jenny at like your local grocery store like on the end caps and you're like who the heck made this like you know pumpkin scotch ale it says genesee right on it like you know they come in a four pack instead of you know the 30 rack <laughs> we used to joke about being <laughs> about buying jenny gross packs which was really just a truckload of jenny of <laughs> jenny mm-hmm. <laughs> like we never bought that much but it was a cheap beer. You could buy a ton in college. So we were like, oh, you know what? I got to get the Jenny Gross packed. <laughs> Jenny Light was the one you would drink a ton mm-hmm. of in college. That was the Bud Light uh The, the Jenny Shame pack. And in fact, so, so there's a local grocery, not grocery store, convenience store around here called Stewart's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, convenience store, gas station. And they, I don't know if they still produce this, but they were producing something called Mountain Brew. Yes, yes, yes. You've seen that? In, are was, you going to talk about this? This was in my research. Okay, then, then I'm going to leave it to you. Tell us more about Jenny and, and its uh, g- glorious history. You know, I'm going to skip to the... Eh, okay, I'll start with the glorious history because there is... For a brewery with such a long history, uh, the extensive research that I did, which was Wikipedia, their Wikipedia entry was not that long. Uh but I can tell you that Genesee Brewing has been around since 1878. 
in Rochester, New York, which is like four hours west of here. And they are still around. They have been bought and sold half a dozen different times by several different companies. Um, their uh, flagship products are Genesee, as you mentioned, and Jenny Cream Ale. As mentioned. And if you if you Google and um, look at all the YouTube commercials, you kind of see a branding difference between the jingles for Genesee Beer and Genesee Cream Ale. They're very different. They have different songs uh, over the years. Which one is like the higher brow version? Like a... Or is there not oh, a highbrow geez. version of Jenny? Um, I don't know. None of them really seem higher brow. I really didn't see much cream ale advertising past the nineties. The because 90s, by then everybody knew it was great, and then just it sold itself. I guess so. there's a there's one poster on YouTube that will uh that will tell you what date the commercial aired and what it aired during which is helpful so apparently they were buying ad space on mtv in the early 90s for jenny cremail and they were doing sort of a proto um mac versus pc thing and because it's the 90s there's like there's a sexy lady doing a sexy dance and there's an old granny doing a haha granny dance and they're like this is the difference between drinking jenny cream ale and drinking the other ale oh my god <laughs> or like somebody uh doing a bunch of this is a real ad a bunch of hula hoops and just the sad guy doing one hula hoop um they did that and then in the 60s they had all kinds of very very few cute commercials that are it's exciting it's inviting it's delighting i like it or um (laughs) it's different i like it it's different and i like it because it's different uh so genesis cream ale i think was marketed towards the discerning beer drinker a Mm -hmm. little bit more and genesis beer was more the the everyman type of like I don't know what would equivalent be like a, you said a Budweiser. I would think so. Yeah, Budweiser, Bud Light, probably Budweiser because Jenny Light was its own thing. Yeah, the Bud Light version. Yes, the cream ale, the cream ale ads, which you should look up. Uh, there's there's one that uh, has my my friends thought I was weird because I live on a boat and not a house. But whose houseboat are they coming to on the weekend? It's mine. I live in a boat and I drink Jenny Cream Ale. Uh, like living on a boat, like on the is there? There's a river in Rochester, right? Is what? that where their boat houseboat was, like on the river? I don't know. Oh boy! I guess these were like national ads. It seems oh, like so th- Gen- this is distributed more than just upstate yes. New York. Okay, this yes. see news to me. I don't know these things. Maybe not now, but it seems like in the eighties and nineties when the bulk of these commercials. Uh, oh, so they were on like MTV, like national, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, I was picturing them buying like the that one local slot you can buy every half hour on a cable network. And no, as local as this is, um, they had a lot of a lot of dollars behind them at a certain point of time, and I think the 
inconsistency with the branding and even the, the tunes that they used mm -hmm. shows how many times people bought and sold them or they changed hands or had new ownership or got new money or wanted to go a different way or got a new agency. So wait, before you go any further, we yes. want to know what's the furthest away from Rochester, New York, you've seen Jenny or any Jenny product in uh, uh, available for purchase. Email us at uh, what what what's the name of the... We're welcome to the jingle pod. Welcome to the jingle, that's right. At Gmail. I can never remember our own email address. Try it. If we respond, you got the right one. Yes. We will respond. Not jungle, jingle. And also you can hit us up on Facebook. We have a Welcome to the Jingle podcast as our... Mm -hmm. Find or us. Or just pod as our uh, as our name. So facebook.com slash welcome to the jingle pod. We want to know. If you've seen Jenny anywhere outside of New York State, let us know. Do you know the this further is out, a the thing. Better. Uh, so yeah, Genesee Brewery, it's, Wikipedia is really short. 1870 bought and sold several times. Um, the latest acquisition was in 2012 from a Costa Rican company called FIFCO, FIFCO, and they were bought for $338 million cash. Nice. The whole thing. Um, and it seems to me that they bought Genesee Brewing mainly for their facilities and less for the brand. Because mm. if you have had, if you live on the East Coast and you've had a Mike's Hard Lemonade mm -hmm. that was brewed at the Rochester facility. Really? And they also brew something called Mount, Mountain Brew that you mentioned. That's what I was getting at, yeah. something called Stew Brew. Mm. And I'm like, what is this? And they said it was made at Stewart's. And I looked small and shallow for mm -hmm. a stew brew and i didn't find anything have you ever had a stewart's beer i've had yeah i've had mountain brew which is <laughs> the stewart's label uh for jenny light as far as we can tell mm -hmm. um but the amazing thing is it's like you know three dollars for a six pack or something like that yeah you know, like it's like the cheapest beer you can possibly buy and it's definitely cheaper than the actual jenny light version which is not that much more expensive but uh you know, we always, it's funny because on the can, it's like a plain silver can with black type mm -hmm. and there, <laughs> it says Mountain Brew in kind of like Mountain Dew style, uh, you know, font. And then there are these little like icons all around the bottom of the can. I think it was the bottom of the can. And it's showing like people doing activities. So there's like an icon of a guy like skiing and an icon of a guy like playing basketball, <laughs> like all these activities that one could do while fueled by mountain brew and it just it i have a friend of ours uh, a friend of mine josh who would point this out he used to work for stewart's he's like yeah why, why do we put all these activities on our beer like you're not gonna do these activities while mm -hmm. drinking this beer <laughs> so i always find that ironic is it because they repurpose like an energy drink can it may have well it may as well be um, yeah or is it like these are things you can do on a mountain Maybe. I mean, skiing, you could do on a mountain. Bike, you could bike on a mountain. I don't know. Maybe basketball is, is one I made up. You could up. throw it know. down the mountain. I'm pretty sure there's a bike. So maybe it's all mountain-related mountain uh, activities. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, I'm, maybe I should have done more research before just it? throwing shade at Mountain Brew. We solved Mountain Brew. But it, uh, anyway, brewed by uh, the Genesee Brewing Company of uh, Rochester, New York. Yeah. That's like the extent of my Genesee history Uh research except that um when you google genesee beer it has like the people also ask and the first people also ask was is genesee beer good and the second one is genesee beer like still a thing okay i think people want to find it i'm surprised it doesn't go in the other direction like is genesee beer still a thing yes okay follow up <laughs> is genesee beer good 
You don't lead with, is it good? And then, oh, by the way, is it also a thing? Which leads me to believe that people are hearing the name. Okay. They probably see me wearing the shirts. And they <laughs> just like, go, what is this? That, that man, what is he? This who, shirt he's wearing. Is who this, is Jenny? Is this one of those joke shirts you get at Hot Topic? <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Uh, so the two uh, jingles that I picked for us to listen to are both from 1993, and they are two same year, two different songs, which seems like not the best marketing move. Uh, if you if you look these up on YouTube, it's the same general concept, which we'll talk about. And they're um, kind of similar, right? Very, it's essentially the same concept. Uh, I was thinking that uh, Bud Light's Real Men of Genius campaign. Formerly Real American Heroes when it first came out. Do you remember this? I thought this was Mandela Effect because I thought it was Real American Heroes. And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, I remembered this incorrectly. It's Real Men of Genius. No, it's both. So when it first came out, it was Real American Heroes. And Mm -hmm. then... 9-11 9-11 happened and it was pre-9-11 pu- i'm fairly certain and then the american public quickly realized like these are not american heroes mm-hmm. you know we've witnessed what real american heroes are and we and need that branding for something else yeah so a real american hero might be a first responder mm-hmm. you know in on 9-11 for example it sounds like we're making so fun they said, of our real american yes heroes. so they said okay wait a minute we need to adjust but it's still a great campaign and then they mm-hmm. went over to real men of genius and I know this because I was in an acapella group and we were singing the Real American Heroes song. Mm-hmm. And then later they changed it to Real Men of Genius. Um, but, you know, we even recorded some Real American Hero like skits, um, you know, a- as a result of that. So I, I have proof it was once Real American Heroes. That makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you mentioned that. I thought it was wrong. I think you could go back to Real American Heroes now. I think we're we're far we're far enough away from nine eleven that we can take that back and use it for beer. <laughs> it was a great tune, and but I hear what you're saying here, except the Real American Heroes mm-hmm. campaign with Budweiser. It was Bud, right? Yes, I looked that up. It was Bud Light specifically, I believe. Those were really tongue in cheek, like meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. What we're about to hear is like they're they're serious. It's cringingly <laughs> earnest and I'm pretty sure that that was the inspiration for a uh, real American hero slash real men of genius. And if this went nationally, then maybe the Bud Light uh, you know marketing team did hear this. It, uh, and it did because it is it's funny. there's an a, there's an actual firefighter in these ads like wiping the cremains from his brow. <laughs> <laughs> as jenny sings in him but but you mentioned that these two commercials same year yes same slogan which different is for songs. people like you but like oddly different songs it's almost like at the marketing agency they were like this is like the idea for the songs we're gonna have like these you're gonna see hear this but you can see it on youtube too like there's these different people who are all doing different they're from different walks of life but and yet genesee beer is is for you mm-hmm. it's for everybody um and they were like, all right, we gotta, somebody's got to write this. And then two people raised their hands and said, I could write a song. And they mm-hmm. said, you know what? Why don't you both go off and write your own version of this song? And we'll come back. We'll pick the best one. And then they come back, and neither of them were very good. So they just used them both. But it's like 93. <laughs> so they're, they're swimming in the, same, in the same pool. So they're not going to be 
totally different because mm-hmm. they're in the same time, the same place. They both have the same uh, adult contemporary DNA mm-hmm. in them. Um, and oh, here's what we're bringing it back to 9-11 because never forget. So I was trying to research who wrote Jingle, who wrote Alexis um, <laughs> and a bunch of articles from Ad Week, which is like the uh, the ad industry standard, sort of like their variety. Mm-hmm. And I earliest I could find it wasn't 93, but it was 98. And it was like Genesee has has signed with a, an agency called Ground Zero Advertising Oof. in 98. So they just had okay. a couple more years to use that that name so i that's probably not a great name to use no matter what because there's always a ground zero for some sort of it was never good yeah it was never good it was just a bad choice of marketing you wouldn't hire a marketing company who picks that name would you yeah because they're gonna bomb oh dear (laughs) um well that all said (laughs) do you want to hear either of these songs or both um i would love to hear one uh because they're the Name of the campaign is Both People Like You. Let's hear the one that I call Up With the First Light. Okay, so uh, I'll I'll grab that Mm -hmm. now. Uh, This shows up on YouTube as 1993 Genesee Beer, in quotes, for people like you, end quote, TV commercial. Yes. Here we go. Up with the first light The touch of your That was the first one. Jenny! Jenny! <laughs> well, people like you. This commercial is great because it starts off in black and white. And uh, they I wish know. Of Oz it. Yeah, it's all in black and white. And there's like these people doing various um, professions in black and white dramatically you your in butcher, a studio, your though. Your baker, your candlestick maker. You got the guy putting down the literal world's largest sandwich. I was just thinking that. And there was like. So he puts on this, like, what is equivalent of a... It's a six-foot sub, right? That's what that... It's a six-foot sub, and it's two feet like, high. It's, and there's, like, three people on that porch ready to eat it? Like, somebody's like, here's the sub you ordered, and was like, you're such a jokester. There's only four of us. God, and the implication like, is, like, he's a baker that got up at 3 a.m. to make this 12-pound sandwich for, like, his mom. <laughs> and so he could just eat it on the porch. Um, <laughs> Lunch is served. But, you know, getting to the actual, like, song itself... Mm-hmm. This song, this version of the song, because I know we're going to hear yes. two, um, it sounds like it came off of the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. You know the song, She's Like the Wind from Dirty Dancing? It's sung by Patrick Swayze himself. Oh, you know, vaguely. Because... And I, I thought it sounded like, um, it might not be the name of the song, The Boys of Summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Yes, that's what it really reminds you of. The <laughs> yeah, it's definitely of that time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could tell whoever wrote this song uh, was was listening to Top 40 Radio at the time. Um, I don't know when Dirty Dancing came out. I feel like it was like 89 or something. Mm-hmm. So a few years back, but but still probably in the in the public eye to a degree, thanks to VHS releases or Laserdisc releases. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got that feel of the do, 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 yes. do, do, do. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to build to a great spot. And it does. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand what happened to our love. But baby, <laughs> when I get you back, I'm going to show you what I'm made of. <laughs> um, I can feel you. It never gets quite to that point with people like you. Uh, yeah, guys, you really need to watch this one. Um, you have the lyrics on this one? I do. I wrote it down. Up with the first light. The touch of your, and I wrote like four different A's. The touch of your hand, the touch <laughs> of your hand, making it right, which I think implies they're craftspeople and like they're they wake up early to make the sandwich. They're using their hands mm-hmm. to make it right. Okay. Uh, I think we see a. Is this the one with the firefighter? It's like a firefighter. No, no, it's the <clears> that's <throat> the next one. Okay, this is maybe a teacher or yes. a doctor. Teachers in this one, she's pointing and nodding as if like she was calling on students. Again, these these are being pantomimed in a studio so we're not seeing these people in their actual environment but they're pretending they're they're at their in their they're pretending and you know gold stars to jenny who show a woman in a beer commercial with a job like (laughs) beer is for that's as far as it goes one out of like five of the of the people shown here is a woman (laughs) usually women never actually get to drink the beer in a beer commercial they show one holding a a glass yeah she needs someone to wash she might have been holding it for the guy next to her though like you finish that one and I've got one on deck. She's got to wash that sandwich down with something because <laughs> that thing's going to. When you have a sandwich that big, you don't eat like a portion of it. Like you eat a slice of it, right? Like it's like a it's like a two inch slice and it's it's this wide. I'm I'm basically holding my hands an inch apart or not an inch, uh, 12 inches apart. Yeah, typically you order it's like one a slice. for like your like little league picnic and uh-huh. then you, you cut it into little tiny two inch slices instead of. Bringing out the whole thing for people to lady in the tramp style start at both ends. This <laughs> <laughs> gigantor sandwich. So keep keep with the lyrics. Oh yes, here. yes, yes. Uh, up at the first light, the touch of your hand, making it right. Uh, here's where things get a little tricky. Uh, you know all the insight, or you know on the inside. It's the second, but keep going. You know. Okay, let's say it's you know on the inside. Uh, you're staying for the long ride, Jenny. Um, got some history together. Uh, that part really makes me raise an eyebrow. You're like, don't tell me what history I've got with you. Or it's just like, it. It sounds like, hey, let's try to make this work. <laughs> like, like this. We know we're. We've been doing this a long time. This isn't going great, but we've got some history together. So just, just drink our beer. I mean, and you know, on the inside, that you're in for the long ride. It, so. Doesn't it sound like like this is like a troubled marriage they're describing? At this point, we got a lot of history together, and it's just going to be easier than splitting up. So what let's if, just make it work till the kids are in college and then we'll talk again. If you listen to this again and just think about this is about somebody trying to repair a relationship with his wife, Jenny, I think word for word, this is a divorce like mm-hmm. uh, on, on the horizon and they're just trying to save it. Can we listen to it again? Please do. <laughs> and this is not something I thought of until we just started talking this mm-hmm. out. <laughs> here we go. I got to uh, replay it somehow. Um, here we go. There's a button for that. Up with the first light, the touch of your hand. You woke up early to touch her hand.
is a, that is somebody convincing themselves that they have to stay with their wife. Because, like, it's not so bad all the time. And <laughs> he wakes up early. He touches her hand. He remembers all the things that they've gone through together. Jenny is for people like you, meaning like she's in your league. Don't <laughs> don't I mean, let your mind or your eye wander. <laughs> don't pineapple flag. All told, it's been more good than bad. And like, I know we're both not 100% happy right now, but we have a lot of history together. Let's not throw that away, Jenny. <laughs> this fits so perfectly. Let's not throw this away. Jenny! 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 <laughs> She's like waking up like, oh my God. Like, I thought you slept Whoa. on the couch last night. What are you doing here, man? Why are you Jenny? <laughs> we got some history together. She's like, fine. Jenny! <laughs> For people like you. He's like, I, I got late shift last night. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. He's good. like, are the kids okay? He's like, Jenny! So this may have been a repurposed uh, song written for a divorce attorney, it rejected by the re- divorce attorney, and repurposed to Genesee. <laughs> he really sang, like, Linda, and just changed the name. <laughs> um, I happen to know that this particular jingle, because it was in the description of the YouTube video, very handily, Aired on August 7th, 1993 on TNT during... NBA? No. A movie called 30 Seconds Over Tokyo. I've never heard of it. I looked it up. (laughs) Uh, It's a movie from 1944. So they're playing like an old man war movie, which makes sense. Like maybe this is going to work for like a dad who's watching a lot of like World War II stuff. Uh, it's a movie about uh, the U.S.'s first retaliatory strike over Japan. Uh, it was written by Dalton Trumbo, if that name sounds familiar. It's because there was a movie, Trumbo, with um, Brian Cranston as the titular role. Oh, yeah, Trumbo. That's the one with the, the racist crows that sing to the elephant. <laughs> Baby mine. <laughs> Oh, that's Dumbo. I'm sorry. Trumbo makes me cry every time. Uh, But Dalton Trumbo was part of the, a little history here, the Hollywood 10, uh, who refused to testify at the House Un-American Activities Committee in 1947, which means he was blacklisted in Hollywood. But he was still able to work under a pseudonym, and his work won two Academy Awards, uh, not on his name, Hmm. because he was blacklisted at the time. But anyway, that the now that I know when it aired, it makes a little like it, it's for the target audience. Well, just because it first aired during that movie, it doesn't mean that that was like, hey, this is the one spot where we need to air this in order to get more business. Does TNT have a lot of basketball? It does now. I don't know about back then, but oh, um, World War Two. Now it has the NHL as well. So look Uh-oh. out, hockey's coming to you, TNT fans. Is there? You're a hockey fan. Is there like a is it Molson? Is there like a beer of hockey? Yeah, Labatt. Labatt I mean, Canadian Labatt's, beers typically. Mm-hmm. So Labatt, Blue, um, Molson, Canadian. Um, those would be the two that you would associate with hockey mostly. It used would, to be Bud, Li- uh, Bud Ice. They had Bud oh, Ice commercials oh, in the 90s. The, you skate on it too. Yeah, I think they even had like a penguin as their For the kids. slogan. Or not slogan, their, their logo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh! 
Oh, 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 I said logo. Oh, I meant mascot. Right okay. <clears throat> oh, they might have been on the logo. That, that's still good work. What is a mascot? But it's anyway, though, but my logo. point is, you know, when you buy advertising, and I don't know if this is the same for TV, but if you buy like radio advertising, you don't just say like, hey, I want it to air like at this time on Thursday. You'd be like, you buy a whole package and like, it's going to run once between 6.30 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning drive uh, right here. And it's going to run once in the drive home, you know, during this slot. And then we're also going to sprinkle in all these extra slots are all around the place. So for all we know, that very first time that it ran could have been a throw in from TNT. Like, yeah, you you paid Mm -hmm. to have it run during the good stuff. And here it is in a 50 year old movie. Nobody (laughs) else is buying space for uh, 30 seconds over Tokyo. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I I found these jingles because uh, we needed a jiggle to do, and we're trying to stay around our area for the the first dozen or so episodes, and I, I found these, and I hadn't heard them before, and I thought that you would really like them. I'm like, Don's going to love these. And you were like, I don't like them. Yeah, and we even talked a little offline uh-huh. about this, and I was like, I don't really like this. And you're like, well, it's okay to do one we don't like for once. People don't want to hear you like everything all the time. You know, you know why I don't love it? I mean, like, right, let me let me back this up. Things I do like, I like the orchestration. I like music from that time. I find it endearing. Um, I like that it's a little over the top. You know, Jenna, you're like, okay, yeah, like the, the, you have a you have a '90s adult contemporary energy definitely. that I thought this would really resonate yeah. with you. So this could be another Rotolo. Yeah, this checks a lot of boxes for me, but mm-hmm. from a songwriting standpoint, it's really all over the place. Where you know, from first part of the verse to second part of the verse, like there's not much sequencing going on. Where you know, I talked about this before, but like you know, the notes move in the same direction or the chords. Mm-hmm you know, are the same or what have you. And even when they get to the chorus, it's not like a, a repeating sequence at all. It's just, and you're like, okay, well, you just kind of listed a bunch of words you wanted to get out without any, without much thought for a rhyme scheme or um, other, you know, other than like picking the, uh, um, the the top of the oh boy i can't remember what you would call it but the highest note of the song is definitely in the chorus they mm-hmm. got that right um but beyond that like it, it just was kind of sloppily written and you know shouldn't have been approved as is it needed more time in the oven i think i probably like this for obnoxious ironic reasons because i did like uh real men of genius and they're just they're just so earnest. Okay. And it was like it does sound like um a Boys of Summer to me. And that's a great song. A bit. You know, I've got I've got friends who drank a lot of Jenny with me mm-hmm. back in those college days. Jenny. Um who love Boys of Summer. Maybe and they love Genesee beer. Maybe they would mm-hmm. appreciate this more and and I'm just missing uh you know, I'm missing the point on this whole thing. But they're gonna remember how Jenny made them crazy, and remember how they made Jenny scream. <laughs> uh, you know, Boys of Summer has a moment in it where I think it's like a musical interlude, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it's a guitar making a noise that has like a reverb on it that where it kind of repeats, or if it's supposed to be synthetic like seagull noises. Do you know oh. the part I'm talking about? No, it goes, sing it to me. It's like. Um, oh 
Is that a guitar or are those is that are those supposed to be seagulls? Do 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 do. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and we talk about this. We're like, yeah, you hear the seagulls? Yeah, I hear the seagulls. Maybe if this song had more synthetic seagulls, I, I would be more uh, into it. To me, it always just sounded like one of those. Uh, is this a song from the 80s or the 90s? Early uh, I gotta look it up. Boys of Summer. Just like one of those sonic calling cards of a time period. You know what I mean? No. I mean, uh, like, the, the, the sort of like. 1984, by the way. Like wangs or beep boops that you associate with uh with 80s or 90s so boys of summer is from 1984 the I'm... audio vernacular i guess okay when i look up when i google boys of summer don henley seagulls there is a hit is it actual seagulls it says don henley seagulls <laughs> um <laughs> but i haven't read into this article or i don't even know what it is Hang on, I clicked on it. It's not time for me to look this up, but no, but it's um, a, it's a great song. Well, you no, know, it's an amazing song. But anyway, are they seagulls? Is it just a synthesizer doing its thing? We don't know. Bottom line is, this song came out nine years after Don Henley. So, I don't know if they were going for it, but it's got the same feel. I'll give you that. But Don Henley's song. It's a masterpiece. This song is a wannabe. You know, I guess I imagined, um, I have no, I never remember who sang Boys of Summer. It's Don Henley. I've said it like four times. I know you have, (laughs) but the name, his name is always a disappointment to me because I always wanted to be like Blaze McGee or something. Well, Don Henley is of the Eagles, right? Again, no idea. Do you know who the Eagles are? Vaguely. Okay. Anyway, I imagine this, this guy with like a, kind of like 80s back to the future hair and he has a guitar but it's like on his back even though you hear the guitar in the song he's not playing it and he's maybe like sitting on a boardwalk and it's sunset yeah i'm sure i'm sure the sun is setting yeah and the seagulls would definitely fly away at the end of summer because they're they have Mm -hmm. to go south because she's got her sunglasses on and she's smiling at everyone because it's bright. The sun's going down. Here's Don Henley, by the way, if you want to see that album cover. I've got it on vinyl if you ever want to borrow it. Oh, that it. one that you have is how I imagine him looking. Good. Yeah. Dramatic. A lot of hair. Very serious. Yeah. Older Don Henley kind of looks like Marky Mark a little bit. Oh, yeah? A little bit. How's your mother? <laughs> hey, say hello to your mom for <laughs> me. <laughs> Was that an SNL skit? It's one of those things where I don't know if it's real, I imagine, or if it's an SNL skit. Say hello to your mom for me. I love it. I think it's because he said, word to your mother, at the end of that one song. <laughs> the happening. It's over. <laughs> Did you see the happening? The the M. Night Shyamalan, like, kind of like Hollywood the, B the movie. The plants are mad. The plants are mad. They're going to kill you. Yeah. Oh. Like, he is so brilliant in that movie, like, in a bad way, like. And I think they've even interviewed him after the fact, and, and he was like, listen, like, we knew we were making a goofy movie. Like, you know, what what did you want from us? Did you see The Beach? Is it The Beach? Did I get it wrong? Is it the new M. Night Shyamalan where the people age? They're Ooh. on, like, a magical beach? I, I know the one you're talking about. I don't know that it's called The Beach, but it might be. It is 100% not, but it's a magic beach. Was it good? 
I didn't see it, but oh. I was counting on the fact that you maybe did. No. I save any scary movies, you know, I watch with, uh, Jamie and I watch with you and Ryan. Yeah, well, we have to watch Magical Old Beach, maybe. Yeah, well, is it a movie? Or is Magical it a- Old Beach. Um, no, well, there's Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> you The Beach. You Magical Old Beach. <laughs> Yeah, well, seen a lot of yesterdays. We used to, for those who don't know, we would all get together to watch each of the paranormal activity movies as they were released. I'm glad we don't do that anymore. Well, I mean, the movies got it's worse so and worse. Scary. They were scary, but like, I mean, like the the plot and just the stories would just get more and more outlandish. Same, same ghosts. Same ghosts, just more pissed off every time. Different house. Killing a new family. Oh man! But the best moment was. We were in. We were watching Paranormal Activity two. You know mm-hmm. this story, and I'm sitting there like with my hands <laughs> kind of up on my face. You know, because I'm I'm such a scaredy cat when I'm watching movies. The fact that I use the term scaredy cat to mm-hmm. you know describe myself just shows you how childish I am when it comes to scary movies. Classic scaredy cat trick. And so I got my I had my hands up like on my face, kind of like half covering my eyes, and I wear glasses all the time. And there was a jump scare that caused me to like throw my hands like out in front of my face like towards the screen ejecting my glasses in the movie theater like one or two rows in front of us <laughs> during a jump scare i wish it was one of those commercials where they secretly film the audience to see how scared they all are like it's so scary this guy's glasses flew <laughs> off his face Shot off his face <laughs> like yeah, I don't even know how I got those back. Like somebody like two rows ahead was like, what the hell, man? I'm like, just give me the glasses, man. I'm sorry. I've never been so scared after a movie as I was in Paranormal Activity 1. Because Paranormal Activity 1 seemed believable. Like Katie, it, and she's standing over the bed, and she's oh, all demon-y. She was, oh, that was so bad. Um, I think 1 and 2 were both equally scary. 2 was oh. almost worse. Because if you're, I'm sorry, we're getting so off track. If you want to learn more about Paranormal Activity, what? listen to our <laughs> other pod. Pot of normal potivity. <laughs> but just to wrap up on this thought, the second one was the one where the guy was like a wedding videographer. Remember that? That came close to home because of the time you were down. Yeah, at the time I was doing wedding videos on the side, but what was scary was like he had a lot of video equipment. That's how they justified his character was that having the one it. With the, the, uh, they put it on an oscillating fan. Oh god. And like all the Yeah, yeah. So okay. he would he like put his camera on an oscillating fan so you know, it would look over to one side of the room and then look to the other side and look over to one side and it would keep doing that and you're just watching it. You're like, one of these times it's going to look back and there's going to be something that makes me poop my pants. Oh, and poop we did. <laughs> oh, my God. Such a great device. And then as the movies went on and on and they were like in a Paranormal Activity 14, you're like, there's no reason why these people would have been filming anymore. And that's why they, they got just so bad. Um, but the first two... The, the characters had good reason to continuously film the antics of this ghost, this poltergeist or whatever, coming after them. And so that's what made it feel so scary to me. And they make you wait on that oscillating fan for several oscillations, and then it pans back. And then you realize all the furniture is gone <laughs> in like a second. Oh, oh, that was amazing. Just the first one had the device, as you recall, where like the clock would speed up. Remember that the, the timestamp on the screen would speed up and then when it would slow to like to normal speed, you're like, well, damn, they wouldn't have stopped here unless something scary was going to happen. And you would get so hyped up. And by you, I mean the audience would get so hyped up because you're just like, what is going to happen? The, the clock is going normal speed. I'm going to see something scary. And then people the next night would like wake up at 3.30 like they typically do. If I wake up in the threes, I have trouble going back to sleep. <laughs> 
I can, no matter how much I have to pee, I'm like, it is demon o'clock and I am not going out of this bed. But as we saw, being in the bed does not save you. If you, if your spouse is possessed by a demon, it's over for you. It's over for you. You can pee or not pee. All right. Well, listen, we are wildly off track. We do. And we have another uh, Genesee jingle. This one is my favorite of the two. Uh, let's hear it. It is still from 1993. The uh, campaign is still People Like You, but it is a completely different song. Let's hear it. Yep. And this is uh, on YouTube. It's titled Genesee Beer Commercial 1993. Yes. Right, here we go. So there it is, Jenny's other 1993 commercial. Uh, same you, same song, but different. Do you hate this one as much as the last one? I don't. This one's better. Um, I, 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 I like... The song almost starts off the same way, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little bit more uh, upbeat once you do get to the, the mm-hmm. end. It's like a bit of a party, and in, in the video, they're, uh, you know, they're at a campsite, and everybody's having a good time, you know. We talked about the first one being uh, like a story of somebody who's trying to like save their marriage. In this one, it sounds like it's working. This one is working. This one starts out very. I this is the one that I I thought was the last one, but it's a firefighter like again wiping his brow. Mm-hmm. But at the end, we're we're broing it up with a bunch of white dudes in flannels, and it's hee hee ha ha time at the Jenny campsite. Well, you know, I think at the Jenny campsite. And this might be true for the first one now that I mm-hmm. uh, think about it. All those characters are the ones who come together under the blanket of Jenny. So in the first one, it was the baker and the teacher mm-hmm. and insert other profession here. They were the ones who were on the porch eating the six-foot sub. And in this time, I think it's the firefighter and the guy making soup who was incredibly handsome. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. Like that guy is a supermodel. Soup man. Yeah, he's just making soup with his chef hat on, and it's like his beard is so perfectly trim. We have a we got a lot of snacks in this Jenny commercial. <laughs> if you're interested in '90s men, but I also I also like the mechanic, and they're like, "How do we show he's a mechanic? Like, give him like a mechanic outfit, and like have him on the phone, like giving somebody like an estimate. Like, mm-hmm. like shouldn't he be you know rolling out from underneath a Corvette or something? They're like, no, no, no. Just we're in a studio. We can't get the car in here." Have him sitting at a desk with his mechanic outfit on with a phone. He's doing a he's doing the bad call. We're like, well, time and materials. It's gonna be yeah. like he's on the phone with the in- <laughs> He's on the phone with the insurance adjuster filing a supplement. <laughs> he's like, I know you approved four thousand to repair mm-hmm. this, you know, Chevy Nova. But this part's real hard to get. It's hard to get. You know, I'm gonna have to charge him a storage fee until this part arrives. Are you Jenna. gonna approve that? <laughs> Jenny, we go back a long way. <laughs> but I, I also like lives on the line. Like mm-hmm. they, this is if we are back to the, the stakes the, are high. The stakes are way higher mm-hmm. in this version, and it all comes to a breaking point at this campfire where they're like, "Screw it, 
Let's party. We're off duty. The fires will fight themselves tonight. Sort of funny that the firefighter is there in attendance at, at the fire pit, you know, at the keeping, campsite. Keeping it safe. You know, so so he tied it in. He's like, listen, if we're going to have a fire, let me be there. I know our lives are on the line here. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the lyrics to this, again, lives on the line. You're ready for the long run. You stand the test of time. Again, the, th- the third line is also always a question. Gotta be ready to give you. I don't think Do it's... I have that right? I no. don't know. Gotta Jenner. be ready to give. Unless we're back to the divorce thing. Gotta be ready to... <laughs> to give you. Something you... I think I think that you was the last line. And gotta be ready to... I don't know. Anyway, got to be ready to give you. And then this this last part I find very poetic. Jenny, Jenny, seen a lot of yesterdays. Jenny, we go back a long way. Jenny, Jenny, so people I, like you. It's the same message. It's just mm-hmm. like we've been through a lot together. Um, we're in it for the long haul or the long run, as they call it. Um, it's for you. It's the same message, but the upbeat, ver- like, uh, you know, feel of that last chorus, like, to me, I picture, like, this troubled couple, and they're they're at a wedding together, a friend's wedding, and they're dancing. They're actually having a good time this mm-hmm. time, and they're remembering all the good instead of, like, trying to convince each other that there was once good between them. In this environment, separate from the house and the everyday, they've... They're rediscovering mm-hmm. each other and why they enjoy spending time. She looks great in the dress. He, you know, has never looked so handsome. He cleans up really well. I think that they might even mm-hmm. kiss tonight. Yeah, it's like this is a bottle episode in the TV show of their lives. Mm. And with the pressures of daily life removed, they can truly reconnect. Now, this Jenny! so this came out in 1993. Uh-huh. I mentioned the and so did the last one, but I mentioned the last one reminded me of it sounded like that Patrick Swayze song yes. from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um she she's like to win hear my dreams like like and it has do 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 do. So that's where that guy, whoever wrote that one got that inspiration, I'm sure. This guy, whoever wrote this one or gal, we don't know, you know. We don't know. We don't know how it works. But um whoever wrote this one had just finished listening to Billy Joel's um, River of Dreams album from 1993 on like heavy repeat. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know what? We need some like rock and piano. A little honky tonk, twinkle twank. Yeah, a little bit of honky tonk. Um, so he, he was like really Billy Joeling very hard here. Mm-hmm. And now River of Dreams is not Billy Joel's best album. It's, it's the last album for a reason. I think Billy was kind of tired. Um, and didn't want to keep evolving with pop as he had done from the 70s all throughout the 80s and into the early 90s. Joling in the deep. He was joling in the Mm -hmm. deep. He could have had it all. As Adele might have said. Mm -hmm. Um, So this guy maybe, whoever wrote this version of the song, might have hitched his star to the the wrong wagon, or hitched his wagon to the wrong star. Uh, And maybe that's why this commercial didn't stand the test of time either. But... I'm a big Billy Joel fan. As mm-hmm. as subpar as that album might be viewed uh, by history, it's still a pretty good album. I like this version better than than the other one from 1993. Yeah, I do too. I play this one a lot. Um, but I, the lives on the line is just a little bit over the top. Lives on the line. 
Um, I, I start I sang this so much along with YouTube. I, I developed a good harmony uh, for you ready for the long run. What's your um, no? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's probably not that good. Uh, but I like this one. I just I wonder why the songs are different because usually you get the same concept in the same year. And with with Marine Land, yeah, I was thinking Marine Land is a great example. It's of the this. same tune, but you change the words depending on like what you want to push at Marine Land. And they could have just done another verse, mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't. They just did a completely different song. I'm like, did somebody own the song? Did they go with another agency and they couldn't use it, but they wanted to do the same thing? I don't know. And I've never had a Jenny. From the feel of the video, I, th- I would argue it's the same company that produced both. Mm-hmm. At least the visuals of it. But, you know, like I said, they probably just put it out there and two people came back with, uh, you know, an idea and neither one was extraordinary. So they just ran with both. Maybe one ran on TNT. The other one was on TBS, you know? Could have been. And with, again, we talk about jingles, but we do usually watch these on YouTube if we have the videos. And these two stuck out at me. More than any others, uh, just like how white they are. It's all white people. It's all white dudes. Yeah, that's and a then fair it's like point. for people like you, and it's just these like broy white dudes, <laughs> and it's kind of sinister. Oh no! And I've, I've just never noticed it before. It's like people like us, <laughs> and they're just like flanneling out. <laughs> I can't. I can't even contribute to this. I don't want to step on it. Step in anything here. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it could be a little dark if you. Again, it's from '93. We. '93 meant well, I think. I don't think anybody was actively trying to be. That's you know, that's the thing. Excluding it, any groups. I'm sure they just weren't thinking ahead. Nobody gave it a set that a second of thought. Nobody gave it a second of thought that it was all white people, and that was the problem of the past. See, now I feel bad because it did not occur to me either. I was just like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, there's different people doing different jobs. Yeah, wouldn't have occurred to me either, and that's the problem of our past. But the first one had a woman. This one does not. Yeah, the second one, zero women in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Half the world does not drink Jenny apparently but jenny is a girl's name so maybe they thought that was enough female representation if you watch they they went in a lot of different directions in the 90s there are some that were pure like budweiser cheesecake with like girls 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 Mm -hmm. in the swimsuits and drinking the jenny and licking the foam and like shots on butts and uh, jenny did this yes Jenny. i thought you were talking about like beer in general but no jenny tried it Jenny was like, we want a piece of that Budweiser pie. And there's a there's a couple different ones where they they really go the cheesecake route. Why do you call it cheesecake? I don't get that's, it. That's the name for it. Like, butts. That's what you call butts is cheesecake? It's a common name. Common for You've who? You've never heard this? No. Like, um... Like a girly calendar at the mechanic shop, or uh, it's not quite Playboy. Like it's not full frontal, uh-huh. but sort of like cheeky posing. You would call that cheesecake. You didn't know this term? I did not know it. I mean, I'll keep an eye out for it. Or is it really? It's probably not going to come out anymore. Like, was we're not going to yeah, see it in current like day of its advertising. Time. I feel like now it's. Uh, 
you can find your porn any old place and it's either porn or nothing at all <laughs> but yeah i would call it like beer commercials from that era would be like kind of if there were women in them would be kind of cheesecake mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll keep an eye out for that. Ba- bathing beauties and uh... yeah, bathing beauties and like and people taking their sunglasses yeah, and holding wow. them down over their nose. And, oh. Exactly, like the uh, I think of the Cindy Crawford drinking a Coke mm-hmm. type commercial would be like kind of cheesecakey. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Just enough to make you go, I like you, but. But not so much that, like, if your parents walked in the room, you'd be like, oh, don't look at the screen. Or, like, when you're walking through Blockbuster and you look at, like, the, the Porky's video cover. Yeah, which has, like, a leg and an arm in it. And you're like, yes, and I, like they're implying nudity, but well, I don't well, see well, the nudity. Eyeballs yeah. and, like, maybe there's a butt crack. And it's a, it's a cartoon. I don't think it's even a picture. Probably. Versus, like, you wouldn't want to, in the video store, walk through those those western cur- saloon yeah, doors or the, or the curtains into that room where you just can't go you you pass through cheesecake and you go directly to uh <laughs> yeah what dessert what dessert is that caitlin that's what i want to know i don't know that's your full-on tapioca <laughs> a lot of pudding a lot of a lot of pudding pudding on the ritz or when bringing it back to stewart's if you went to stewart's there was like there were the magazines on the wall and the top row had like a little plastic covering on all but like the top eighth or, or not eighth yeah probably the top eighth of the magazine oh, that was like it would the just boob shield yeah it was a boob shield <laughs> so you would see like i can tell that says playboy and i can see like the head of a woman mm-hmm. but i can't see the entire cover and you know that's that's how you knew you were in the part of the rack you shouldn't have been in i want to have the confidence that somebody must have had to say like I would like a Playboy magazine, please, Stuart's employee. But I don't want to subscribe. I only want one. Oh, God. I need the one. It's, it's the Brooke Burke from, you know, Wild on E edition. I need that one. Do you? I needed to take it back <laughs> a big to my 18-wheeler cab. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> Put it under the seat for those long hauls. <laughs> I don't You're want in my... it for the long <laughs> run. I don't want my Playboy. Yeah, it's somebody who doesn't want to subscribe. Like, I don't just... want to get put on some list that says that, you know, I would receive these things regularly. No. One should mean... be enough for me. I'm a church-going man. Every once in a while. I'm trying to think of somebody who was cheesecakey back in the day. I mean, like Jenny McCarthy. Was she? I had a Jenny McCarthy poster in my room. Was she, like, cheesecake in it? Oh, yeah. I guess so. Um, so she was wearing a silver bikini with a kind of like boy shorts on the bottom. Mm-hmm. They're um, probably real low because it was back in the day. They were low cut and also mm-hmm. like high cut at the same time. It oh, was, okay. It, was like, it looked like a rectangle, but it was a very narrow rectangle. I gotcha. Um, and I think she had a ketchup and a mustard bottle or just a mustard bottle and holding a hot dog. And she was like in the process of spraying the mustard bottle Oh, onto the hot dog and i remember okay. i remember uh so i i had voiced my love for or lust if you will for uh, jenny mccarthy mm-hmm. and like my sister picked up on it and so like one year for christmas she like gave me some gift or whatever and then later she was like hey i got you this and she gives me a jenny mccarthy poster this one and i'm like that is so cool I, of course i put it up mm-hmm. um and in my room was the family computer and i remember one time my parents were hosting a bible study at my house and somebody needed to go upstairs and like look something up on the internet Mm -hmm. so like from the bible study 
up to my room to like check the internet and like above the computer is this jenny mccarthy poster and like my mom gave me a talking to afterwards she's like somebody from bible study saw the jenny mccarthy poster Mm -hmm. you can't have that up on the wall anymore they wanted to be like alexis (laughs) what is jesus (laughs) alexis what is jesus um I'm looking up the poster now. It might have been a cover of Rolling Stones magazine. This doesn't look like the one, though. Um, I'm going to show it to you. That was her brand was like, I'm... Maybe it was this one. Maybe uh, So I'm misremembering it, but here is her with the mustard. I'm butt-centric, but I'm also goofy. That's about what I was picturing, but those are those are short shorts. These are not the shorts. I, I was pict- this like a later recreation? Maybe. I mean, now see, because it's weird. I, I recognize the pose, but I don't recognize the outfit poster. Let me just take a look. Oh, boy. These are not Alexis. safe for work. Jenny McCarthy hot dog poster. What? It's, none of these Dot are the gov. poster. Why, why did I throw it away? I mean, I wish I had it so I could show you. Mustard. No, I may. I'm just. I'm. I maybe I've seen multiple pictures of her, and I just put them together. But you know, you just ask the Bible study member for whom this is seared into their retinas, <laughs> and I'm sure they'll tell you exactly what she was wearing. Yeah, I, I, I could probably speak with the priest who would be like, "Oh, I remember when he confessed having seen that." Um, hmm. Well, anyway, glad we went on that tangent. Uh, yeah. In addition came. to many others, this episode almost an hour. Um, but we but we've gone we talked about paranormal activity uh-huh. we talked about Jenny McCarthy um, we even <laughs> talked about a jingle today <laughs> both two we did two jingles two jingles it is fun when we get to do two because um, uh-huh. you get to just get a little more insight into the, what this company is trying to uh, you know convey and in this case it's you know trying to repair a broken marriage and in the end it sounds like uh-huh. they did at least for one night Jenny Jenny we go back a long way seen a lot of yesterdays. This is the worst excuse <laughs> for keeping a marriage going. Oh, just there's so many yesterdays between you and I. I could take one or two more tomorrow's, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do we have next on the horizon? I know we've talked about it offline. Uh, is the horizon looking like professional fire restoration? Horizon and restoration kind of rhyme. Uh, and yeah, so we're going to we're going to look at the professional fire restoration uh, jingle or listen to it, I should say. Um, and this one, we might even have a special guest. I don't want to give anything away. But uh-huh. if we can, we're going to have somebody who is somehow involved in the creation of this jingle. Professional fire restoration being a local um, kind of quick response style uh, company that will come to your house immediately after you've had a fire or a uh-huh. flood or you know, something that requires immediate attention. Um, they're locally based, and uh, they've got a full-blown jingle, not just a tag, which I thought it was. It's got a full, you know, verse and chorus, and that meets the criteria. It's got a story. It does indeed. So we're looking forward to that. Until next time, I'm Don Ferlazzo. And I'm Kitten K. And this has been Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. jingle.